because I thought really, I really genuinely thought that the uh, up genre is dead and we will be resurrecting it like a um, messiah of some kind. Right? <laughs> and suddenly everybody just released their beat em ups in the same year and in, in the same month. So it was a, yeah, it was a bit, sh- a bit, a bit of a shock for us. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Moonlight Game Devs, the podcast where game developers share the story behind their games and the lessons learned with their fellow developers. Today, I had a chat with Greg Couric, who is the director at Mass Creation. He shares his lessons learned from creating their latest and first premium title, Shing, a classic beat em up with a unique twist on the controls. So, I hope you guys learned from you know what he has to share. He was very candid and talked about a lot of the mistakes the guys made and some of the issues they ran into in sort of kind of innovating in this uh, more mature game genre. So I hope you guys enjoy it and yeah, find it educational. What's up, Greg? Welcome to the show. Mm, hi, thanks for having me. No worries. You're the uh, game director of Mass Creation. Yeah, that's right. That's in the right. studio? Yeah, it's an indie studio with uh, f- right now, I think it's f- 13 people with a few of us working here at the studio and uh, with the COVID, some of us are working remotely, you know, the drill. Uh, yeah, so it's like all of us are like 15, I think, with with our sound designer and, and uh, people who are helping us with other stuff. So yeah, it, we are small, but not uh, totally, totally like indie, two people of, or three and, and uh, stuff like that. So we have all, yeah, you know, coders and uh, graphic designers and, and UI designers and stuff like that. So it's a bit more, you know, like expanded than, than, than your average, average indie studio. Yeah, you guys are already kind of like invested. You guys are already like an established company, I, I would say. With uh, dedicated employees and, and things yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've been on the market for I think it's eleven years now. Wow. Yeah. So we started with uh, with with Java games uh, a long, long time ago. I was in college. Uh, it was like four of us, I think, or three at the beginning. Mm-hmm. One colder, uh, our our CEO and, and and me as a as a graphic designer. So I started as a as a two D two D graphic designer. Um, and my path went a bit more um, on the animation side and, and then 3D and, and all the things, you know, design and stuff like that. So, so yeah, we didn't have, we, we never had really a, a proper designer in our company. It's, it was always like design was a, was a, was a brainstorming from all the, all the team members. And I think it's uh, nowadays it's, it's a bit different, but when we were like five, six uh, people, every, everyone had a something, uh, had something to say about, about the game. So it was a, it was a big collaboration as, as the team grew, you know, it's, it's getting more difficult to have yeah. all the people just having, having something to say about the game and, and yeah. And we had to, we had to change a bit the, the roles a bit. So uh, I'm like, you know, I, I, I am titled as a game, the game director, but really I, I, I did animations for the characters. I did the first models for for the for the first heroes, uh, the the Aiko and Tetsuo uh, Tetsuo heroes. So the, the concepts also and and few stuff. So now I focus mainly on on managing the team and 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 the story, the the whole story of the game, and and you know everything uh, attached to, to 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 design and stuff like that. But but yeah, I started as basically Shing was like. We started the project like five years ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. 
it was three three person team that uh, that worked on the prototype and it was like we were doing all other projects the mobile ones and vita and stuff like that and uh, you know it it was supposed to be a, a little side project at the beginning but yeah it it grew a bit <laughs> uh, so you know i always wanted to make a bit of map um a few years a few years back we we hired a, a, a designer named andrew uh, and he was also a big bit em up enthusiast so uh yeah it was like two years ago that we started thinking about shing as a, as a, as a really really big project and something that was for us at the moment the first big game really because previous ones were like in created in small teams I don't know, three people max were working on a, on a single project. So yeah, yeah, those were mobile games and Vita games. Uh, after I think Corridor Z uh, was was afterwards published on PS4. Uh, so that was our first first bigger bigger title. I mean, bigger as as uh, you know, published on on a bigger platform. Mm, but but Shing is a, is is the first multi-platform title. Like a, I, I call it a, a fully grown game from A to Z, <laughs> because all the other things we we've done so far were like those smaller endless runners and little arcade games that that were fun, fun to make and and fun to play, but they were weren't quite as big as as, as Shing. For for reference, I mean, I don't we I don't think we actually talked on, about it yet, but yeah, Shing is like your guys' latest game, the recent released in August. Yeah, a beat 'em up game. And yeah. like you said, it's it's a pretty, you know, it's a it's it's a full premium title, uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Very vast and quite like quite different to, I guess, like you said, when you started, like the early early Java games, which yeah. were yeah, yeah. But th- th- those times were completely different. We, we we in general we we stopped making mobile games because the market changed so much that it wasn't uh, it wasn't uh, game making anymore it was ui making ux making and and you know monetizations and stuff like that and really we wanted to focus on on gameplay and story and 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 you know creating 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 games with 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 that substance of 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 gameplay and stuff like that so yeah so i'm not saying that mobile games aren't games anymore but but still the focus is is a bit different in in mobile market and it it became uh you know, popularized by by uh, by those big companies with with big titles that that are, you know, like taking the whole chunk of the market. And I don't, I we never saw, a, we didn't anymore saw saw a, a place for us uh, in, in mobile market. So we switched to 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 platforms like PC, PS4, Xbox, and 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 consoles and stuff stuff like that. So uh, and Shink Shink is a, is a, is a basically the first the first first title that that is that multi-platform fully fledged game for us yeah um tell us about that like that transition for you guys you know starting out making um presumably sort of free-to-play games or mm-hmm. casual games um when did you guys kind of notice that or what was kind of the signs on the walls for you guys that you guys needed to kind of make a transition in the company as well kind of taking the direction of your games in to uh, you know segment into kind of the premium market yeah, it it was it was like those five six six years ago. Uh, there was a the team was like five or six people, I think, uh, at the time, and uh, it was always for 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 me and 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 for my boss, it was always an ambition to 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 make to make to make a bit bigger games, but 
the, it was really a learning process because we tried to make, we, we had our approach uh, uh, to, to this kind of games. But uh, every time we we uh, we tried, it was like no, the, the team is too small to 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 create something something as as vast as 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 a bit of map. So, Shinky isn't our first uh, first try. Mm-hmm. Uh, we scratched a, a project uh, a project few years uh, before before we started Shink, uh, thinking that the team isn't isn't ready for it and and we need to expand uh, a bit more to 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 approach this kind of game. So yeah, the draw draw slasher on uh, on mobile and Vita was uh, like a like a first first try because it had a full story i would say it it, it wasn't that big it, it was really little but but the game had those those little things that that made the game uh, you know trying trying to be to to be a, a bit bigger and, and a premium and a premium game so yeah draw slasher was did fine on on vita especially it was it was uh, quite quite okay and we had fun making it but it was like I was making the designs and and the, the graphics for it, uh, and it was really simple to make a game in a, in a small team because mm-hmm. if you if you make a you know you take a, a proper size of the of the title and you you will say that no okay the the team of four people is is able really able to make this kind of game uh, this this kind of kind of this size of a game. Then you know it, the, the process is really simple because there there, there aren't tasks that are, that are you know uh, just given between between different people. So uh, so uh, yeah, I was like designing and 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 making graphics and sound designing everything basically. Uh, we had a coder and and uh, and that was it. <laughs> you didn't need anyone else to to do, to do all the stuff. We had a publisher, a publishing manager, because you know taking the platforms, different platforms like App Store and and uh, the PS PS Store, uh, that was a bit challenging for for us. And yeah, and then then we started to expand uh, in a direction of of making. We wanted to make few projects at a time, so we started to expand the team and. Uh, and there was like this epiphany that you know the team is quite big right now so well we can we can make another game and try to make a beat em up and and probably we will be able to do it and it was like f- four years back i think that that this this came to be and and yeah and from that day we slowly started building our team and preparing everyone for 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 Shing. and it's like all those people that came to the studio, um, fresh people that came to the studio, were slowly just digested by the by the by the project. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, they 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 came, they they found their the role in the project, and finally, yeah, we we could basically. This is funny, but Shink was like the full development was like two years, I think, uh, but the vast majority of the game uh, came to be in the last year, I would say. So uh, now, if I if I will approach another another project like that, you know, probably the development will be a lot faster because one, a know how we have all the knowledge that we need to make uh, make a, a similar project or, or a bit even a bit bigger game, uh, and and secondly, uh, you know the team is is really prepared and we got all the contacts for for outsourcing, for example, animations and stuff like that. So so not only the studio expanded. 
um, mm-hmm. internally, but externally we have a lot of a lot of you know uh, friends, coworkers, and and people that uh, are willing to work uh, work with us in the future to help us create another 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 title. So yeah, it was like four years to answer your question. Finally, <laughs> it was like four years four years back that we we expanded the team um, by a few uh, graphic designers and and designers and and uh, and uh, coders, I think, mm-hmm. and and that was the the moment that it just came like that. We had a prototype prototype for the game so we thought okay let's engage all, all other team members and and go from it uh, and yeah basically the first two years of development were like a, like a learning learning curve learning process because uh, you know learning the engine uh, teaching teaching all the stuff that i knew from developing other games and and uh, you know taking 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 all the, the software and stuff like that it's really it's you know bigger games are bit more complicated not only because you got a bigger team but there are a lot of more a lot more tools that you need to use so uh yeah so it's like that first two years of developing was was a learning process for everyone and uh, i'm not talking only about about uh, graphic designers but concept artists that the 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 vision to came in in in, uh, you know to 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 clarify itself uh, it took (laughs) also some time so because we started the shing was supposed to be a sequel to draw slasher and uh, draw slasher isn't a, a very you know a, a very popular game but in draw slasher you 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 fought with a ninja uh, and you fought against pirate monkey zombies and basically the first designs of shing had all those characters in it so it was like okay so let's have ninjas and 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 uh, pirate monkey zombies then we thought that you know pirate monkey zombies are a bit funky so uh, i don't know if it's uh, if it's readable or, or... so the, the concept changed as we go uh, but the concept for the gameplay uh, was uh, was really clear for us uh, from from the beginning so we struggled more with 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 the environments and and the art stuff than with with uh, with the gameplay and yeah, and and basically, it's still a process, I would say, because <laughs> Shing, Shing is is still a game that we are working on right now. So yeah, we still have you know a uh, few platforms to 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 release and and a uh, few markets to 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 release. So so we are still working with 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 players to 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 make Shing uh, uh, even a, a better experience. Yeah, though those a lot of interesting stuff there that you mentioned. I want to touch especially on what you said there. Kind of, you know, you mentioned that you would uh, be able to build a bigger game much faster. Can you kind of specify what you mean that by that? Do you mean you know a game like Shing, or do you mean kind of just in general these sort of uh, projects that you know, unlike a, for example, like a casual mobile game might just take you know a couple of months to create, but no, no, no. It's it's not like uh, if if we if we would approach a project that is uh, completely different than than Ching, that would pre- probably trigger another learning process because the team is uh, you know prepared for for a game like Ching, so action RPG or or anything like you know something something near near the core gameplay mechanics and 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 uh, the way the way we build visuals and stuff like that so yeah it will be a lot faster but if we turn somewhere on some unknown grounds again with with you know making i don't know a a, a farming simulator or something like that <laughs> that will be a, a learning process for us uh, all over again 
it also it depends on the on the complexity of the of the gameplay right because we learned a lot of things about about the gameplay itself about how to code it and and uh, how to build build tools around it needed to to make it faster so yeah basically we have the tools we need to create another beat em up uh, and it's like if we approach another project like that it will be we just we just translate those those tools to to a, to a new to a new a new project but if we would approach an, an a, a completely different project then all those tools have to be would have to be scratched and we would have to begin anew um, from from the beginning basically so it mm-hmm. would be it would be again a learning process and probably with not with visuals, I think that this would be less less of a pickle because uh, we it, it's more of a personal personal stuff. Like we know each other very well r- right now, so we know our good uh, g- good size and bad size. So, so basically, it's like you know the team, so so you know you know what you can do with the team. Uh, and and you won't go, uh, you'll not go uh, any 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 direction that doesn't fit the team that you have. So like studios, studios often stick to a single genre. It's it's because of that. Yeah, it's not that. Yeah, developers really really try not to go to a foreign ground, not to explore uh, a different, a very different different uh, genres uh, in general. So if you basically if you make racing games, you probably stick with racing games. If you make shooters, first person shooters, you will probably uh, because the genre itself doesn't really doesn't really define what kind of game you want to make, uh, and that's. Uh, I think that's that, that's the main thing, because those genres are often very. You can you can have like beat 'em up mechanics in in adventure game, in 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 uh, action RPG game, in yeah. in all all these different or action hero game. So yeah, if 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 you go there, you you can you you still are in this kind of comfort zone for you, and you will work very 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 fast and and efficiently. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, especially because like you said, you have the. Presumably, the system's there for one type of game, yeah. and if you wanted to, for example, transition into another type of game, then, like you said, you could combine it with another genre or or whatever, and then and test it out without yeah. actually needing to throw away everything that you've kind of already built there. Exactly. Exactly right. Yeah, that seems like a really smart way to do it as well. So, I want to talk a little bit about um, why beat em ups. Like, you know, that is kind of like a, a a big decision to, like you said, just kind of take the company. Uh, in a direction of kind of defining not maybe not the company culture but the type of of DNA of the game that you guys want to make. So what was it for you guys that made the beat 'em up a, a good choice? Uh, well, basically, um, it was a type of games that 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 we play, I play, uh, our lead designer plays. So it's 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 like you feel comfortable with with certain genres. For example, if I would be making an RPG games. Okay, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that because I play a lot of RPGs, but uh, I don't really get into the core systems uh, of the game so so much that I would know how to how to create one uh, w- without any any kind of learning process. So when we created arcade games, you know, we we, we noticed that uh, the, the kind of gameplay that is fast, dynamic, and 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 you know, fast paced uh, and reaction based, uh, we we are 
kind of good in it. So, uh, so basically, the 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 decision to to make a not make a beat 'em up game was like, you know, okay, I love this genre because I played it my whole uh, whole childhood. Uh, I was raised on arcades uh, and and old con- old consoles. So, mm-hmm. uh, so it was like a, a bit a bit of a f- I forced it a bit on the studio. And okay. also, yeah, because, you know, not everyone in the studio is like into beat-em-ups, but, uh, but people are into characters, into creating characters, into creating stories, into making cool environments. And until, you know, because of, because Shing has all those elements in it, uh, basically everyone had fun making the game. Uh, and uh, it was like, all we had to decide was uh, either... If if we go on a ground that that is you know you want to also you really want to make a game that you would play yourself it's a cliche but but very often it's a good it's a good way uh, it's a w- proper way to go because if you like playing this kind of this kind of uh, this kind of games then there is a bigger chance that the game you will create in this genre would be a better game yeah. Yeah, so so the decision the decision was made made like you know I like beat 'em ups. Our lead designer is a huge beat 'em up fan, fan, and and he's he's like tinkering all uh, tinkering in all those mechanics and and analyzing them and and really he can just work out uh, how the game works in, in just by playing it for an hour or two. Uh, and and yeah, based on that, we 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 made a decision that we are going with 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 Shing. But on the way, there were few uh, like we really didn't know if the if the if the control scheme that we made because we didn't talk about it. But in Shing, you don't uh, you don't control uh, you don't attack with buttons. You attack with the right analog stick, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a, it's a bit, uh, we, we pull out players from, from the, 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 the known ground from, from the co- comfort zone. And, uh, it was something that we really struggled if we should go, uh, fully fledged, like f- we should fully design the game around the, this kind of control scheme. Uh, and you know, all the events that we participated in like packs and, and stuff like that, uh, they showed that people really liked the controls. After the after the release, there was like a, a bit a bit of a shift in this in this in this in, in this area because uh, it occurred to us that people are using very often different controllers. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes, uh, especially PC players, are using different controllers, different different analog types and stuff like that. It all has an uh, has a direct a direct uh, input on on how how they receive the game. Uh, uh, some people are simply unable to use the right stick for controlling for uh, precise precise controls. So it, it's like a double-edged sword. Uh, on the other hand, it's very it's very uh, responsive and and sometimes pre- very precise and 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 it's simply fun to 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 make all those attacks with with the right analog stick. But also, you know, designing fully designing the game around it. Uh, Came out, uh, came out with 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 its uh, it, uh, its problems. So, uh, yeah, that was a bigger pickle than 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 uh, making a decision if we really want to make a beat 'em up because we mm-hmm. make a beat 'em up that it's on the on uh, controlled in in a traditional way. So it wasn't it wasn't really we wanted to make a beat 'em up and that that we didn't make a debate debate really about it. Uh, but the 
kind of beat em up you want to make. So, you know, if you focus yourself on um, reinventing the genre, you're entering a very, a very, very thin ice. Yeah. Uh, because there are people that are purists uh, and anything that you try to make change, any change you try to make in, in, in this genre will instantly trigger them uh, with, with bad reviews and, and, you know, and shouts that, uh, no, no, leave it alone, just leave it like it was. So, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a double-edged sword. But as I, as I say, it was more of a, of a you know, the, the difficult decision was, how to make a beat em up, how to make it, then, then if we want to make, uh, make a beat em up itself. Yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned there because it is one of the like, key features and something you guys, you know, kind of used to, to set it apart. Mm-hmm. Um, would you guys, would you, if, you, if you go back, would you, you know, change it, maybe make, make that, those controls kind of with the analog stick optional? Because uh, I think it's interesting what you mentioned there with the, difference in controllers because I feel like the difference in analog sticks would be the same as in like the difference in buttons because you know a lot of game controllers have the two two sticks right they, there's like yeah. a lot of tuners and stuff like that so that's interesting that you said that I, I wouldn't have imagined that yeah, it's, a it's, it came out like you know the, 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 the with the analog stick it's like uh, you have different different types of sticks so they, they act differently basically some give you a more what's the word uh, uh, it's harder to flick them uh, yeah they, 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 they there's more friction to them or, or stuff like that so the you know the, your thumb gets tired more quickly. Mm-hmm. gets sore more more quickly so uh, it's really it's really on the main problem is i think on on pc platform where you have no control over what kind of controller where people use because there is basically no quality assurance uh, you know like on consoles the the the, the, the game pads that ha- have to be certified and uh, some features must be must be you know on, on a certain level uh, of performance to 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 game pad to to so, so the pad can be released on the market, really. And on PC, it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, go out and do whatever. So yeah, it's it's a bit different. But mm-hmm. but yeah, it, the, the, if I would have to make a decision today, I would probably um, I would probably say that we would make it optional, like. Because for some people, this is uh, this is a main feature that that really that they really uh, like it. The, this is the main feature they bought the game for, uh, and uh, you know the all the all the ease that you can you can perform the attacks with. Uh, you know, just flicks of, of 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 the analog stick without having to remember any kind of uh, difficult uh, difficult uh, combinations and stuff like that. People really dig it, but. There is also that that side that so I would probably go with with the mix. You know what? Yeah. Right now, uh, our people upstairs are working on a on an alternative control scheme as we speak. Right. Uh, so uh, yeah, so it's not impossible to implement uh, uh, a different control scheme into into Shing. Uh, I thought for a long time that it wouldn't work, but. As more as as we test it more, it occurs to us that we can combine, you know, like traditional button mashing with with preci- precise uh, left stick, uh, you know, controls and have uh, basically the same effect. It it loses that 
I would say the kind of immersion because uh, you know when you flick and turn the analog stick, uh, character animations respond to it. So you make an attack like character tries to mimic uh, basically what you are doing with the analog stick. With buttons, it gets lost somewhere. And uh, you know if I would have to make another game that has again a, a, a analog stick based uh, attack system. I would try to make it so that that you really have a choice of of making of of playing it with with either analog stick or or traditional buttons, uh, because in Shing we made like I said it was it was a hard choice and we made that the, the game is designed around you know the different angles of attacks and stuff like that. So some enemies basically uh, demand from you that you change uh, direction of the attack or stuff like that. Uh, and uh, when we start to test, when when we started testing the the, the button controls, some enemies, uh, you know, if we would would just put the the the, the aiming aside uh, and the different different angles you can attack aside, that some enemies aren't playable at all. So uh, we would have to scratch them, scratch the concepts uh, completely, and and just uh, make make some enemies that are different, different uh, because of because of the lack of the of the angles of, of attacks and and other stuff. So yeah, Shink isn't only focused on the on the on the right analog stick because you know we have parry systems uh, that. The, those those dashes and and guards and stuff like that. So the system is has a lot more to it than just attacking. Uh, like in Shink, we made the, the defense. Defense uh, is basically something that usually doesn't doesn't occur in beat 'em ups. Uh, really, a, a small amount of beat 'em ups has uh, has a defense system. Basically, you you just focus on attacking and and uh, making right combinations, pos- positioning yourself in the uh, in the game world so that you don't get hit or stuff like that. In Shing, you are more re- you you have to react more to 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 what, what is happening. So so yeah, so attacking uh, attacks are like uh, half of the system. Yeah, but still, it it is very important and and yeah. So answering your question, basically, yeah, I would give a choice to, to, to players and design the game so it would be played uh, similarly on, on both systems. Uh, because I still, I still really like the, the right stick system and um, personally, I enjoy it very much. Uh, and yeah, it's, 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 it's sort of, a, I'm torn, torn, torn between, between the two, 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 two things. So, um, it's, it's still, uh, something that, that I think, and it gives me sleepless nights really. Yeah. I can imagine it being so difficult as well to kind of establish a new control scheme in when you're, when your target customer is, you know, a lot of beat em up fans are yeah. fans of, of kind of traditional games and traditional control schemes. And they're kind of hardwired as well. Like exactly. not to brand all beat em up fans, but mm-hmm. you know, they are fans of, they play the games for a long time. They're kind of hardcore fans often. And, you know, introducing something like that, it does seem kind of like a risky kind of business decision. And it's cool that you guys are kind of continuing to experiment a little bit and going back and retracting it in the, in the way that you are trying to work out a new control scheme. It's, it's basically, it's, you know, the, the games market isn't isn't uh, isn't like like it was I don't know 15 years ago uh, when yeah. you you just shipped a game uh, in a box and you couldn't do completely absolutely anything with it uh, anymore. Uh, 
Uh, nowadays we have patches and it's, I know people, some people don't like DLCs and patches, but for the developers, it's really an opportunity to make the game even better for the players. And it's not like very often people say, you know, developers just put on the market a game that isn't finished. It's not exactly like that. It's, it's, it's games are vast nowadays. And, uh, you know, amount of testing uh, takes so much time that it's nearly impossible to, to, you know, to test everything, absolutely everything in the game. And uh, believe it or not, those patches are, are something that, that saved the gaming world for me personally. Because I remember to this day, I had an Amiga game. Uh, it was XCOM. Mm, uh, I, in Europe, it was called UFO XCOM Defense or something like that. Uh, it was an old XCOM game, and I remember that using uh, using a health pack would crash the game. <laughs> there was absolutely nothing I could do about it. The game I bought it in a box. It was four discs, and there was nothing I could do about it. I, I could return it to the store, but I still wanted to play. So. Me and my father, we finished the game without using medkits. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's like, it's like, it's funny, but it, nowadays it's a patch and you are ready to go and you can, you can, you can, you know, you can, you can play the game and, and enjoy it. Right. So, uh, but on the other side, yeah, it allows developers, uh, to, developers to, to experiment a bit, to, to make a game even better uh, with the feedback uh, from, from, from the players. So, yeah, yeah. we are not going to stop, uh, stop uh, trying to, to shape, shape things so it will be an even better experience for, for more players to play it. So. Yeah, that's great to hear. And, and yeah, like you said, uh, kind of early access as well, giving players you know, game developers even a chance to uh -huh. kind of validate their games. Although it is kind of, yeah, sometimes it depends on, on whether players kind of pay money and that's a whole different story. Yeah, it, it also the early access, it depends on the genre uh, and the, the, you know, the kind of game you are making because uh, for example, like Roblox, it's, it's a very fit, uh, it's a very fit genre to, to, to go early access. Uh, I think multiplayer games also, yeah, uh, all those PvP games like that. And with with the liner story games, it's a bit more difficult. But uh, I, um, to be honest, I'm thinking that next project and the next project I will I will I will, I will make uh, that that's uh, it will be a bit map again. But probably we will uh, we will try to make a game that is can be shipped earlier, so we can you know like make game with the community because uh, really yeah. it's very very important. The feedback is very important and. People have really good ideas. Uh, so it's like, it's 15 of us in the studio. It's like 15 heads only uh, against a, a, a vast, um, vast, big, big community that is out there that has their own ideas. And you, 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 you have to nitpick them because you know, you can't implement, implement everything that, that, that players demand, but you still want to, you know, stay true to the, to the, to the, to the idea that you had, but, but still, the feedback is, is very, is very important. And yeah, the testing, 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 that that's something that, that really is, is really hard because, you know, when you do internal testing or, or even external testing, like we had a discord channel and, and beta tests and stuff like that, people often get so excited that they are invited to the beta that they uh, like looking on the, on the, on the project completely different. 
they suddenly like yeah. things that they wouldn't normally like. They 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 really would have hated, or, or you know. So making making with a community that in early access they they basically pay for the game that isn't finished. So uh, they are a bit more uh, criticizing and uh, they demand a lot more from the developers. And I think that's, that's something that normal testing, uh, testing uh, with beta, beta, beta games and stuff like that, with beta releases, uh, doesn't give always the same feedback that you will get. In our, in our case, it, it was like that. We had some, some signals that people get tired from, from the right analog stick uh, firing. Uh, and uh, basically, it was it was so 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 late in development that we really couldn't do uh, much about it. But there were like few of those really. Uh, it was a, it was a really small small percent. Uh, after 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 they release, I think it's still the 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 number isn't isn't big. But you know, it's often like people who don't like stuff uh, are a lot louder than people who like them, who like, yeah. who like it. So uh, th- there's a lot more bad vibes coming out than good vibes. Uh, it's like on, on, on Metacritic, uh, the, the, there was this one guy, I, I have no idea who that is, but he wrote that uh, Shink is the most, uh, the most complex and uh, one of the best beat-em-ups he ever played and then i clicked on his profile and i found that he just wrote uh on a on a a different game that he played to this day uh, on a different beat-em-up beat-em-up that this beat-em-up isn't anymore the best beat-em-up on the market because shink came out and now shink is the best beat-em-up on the market so yeah it's really building up uh, our our morale stuff like that but but Mm -hmm. it's you know those are few uh, opinions Uh, the 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 the, those those that don't like stuff especially the the more conservative type of of, uh, conservative type of uh, gamers uh, in a beat-em-up genre um, are a lot more uh, you know that there's a lot more uh, coming out from them than than people who who love it. So yeah, it's something that you have to take account for and and yeah <laughs> and face during during yeah. during your release. I can imagine. Well, it's really interesting. Also, what you mentioned there with with kind of the the beta of you know people not not giving you that honest like that feedback or uh, or too too excited to be invited because they feel special about it or they're not paying so. Yeah. They're seeing it as like a nice. They they're they're thinking you they're doing you a favor by giving you by saying the game's great and and you know it's everything's perfect. Exactly. You know, and uh, another thing on 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 Steam is that you know we we gave like uh, I don't four hundred beta keys and we had feedback from I don't know twenty to to twenty five people. So the rest just downloaded the game and or just kept the key to sell it afterwards. So yeah, you're trying to create a community, and it's very, very difficult to 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 find people who are genuinely interested in testing your game. Uh, so that's another side of it. I'm not trying to, you know, sound like like uh, I have some kind of grudge with 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 players and community in general, but but yeah, those are things that I didn't expect really as a developer because I never mm-hmm. I never went out to to people to to you know to help us. On the other side, we with Corridor Z, we had a similar, similar, similar beta program. It was like on iOS, there was something like, like, like an early access thing, 
for for beta testing and we could uh, provide keys to to people so, but it was like you know a lot of people you know came came to us to to to, to play the game and i i remember that mobile community those few years back really strive for 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 premium products because it was the time when all the free to play games started coming out so if you made uh, this kind of this kind of premium game uh, or, or more more gameplay focused game then then people really really gave you feedback and and it was it was it was really really genuine so yeah it, no, it's it's really something something that you don't uh, don't don't have control uh, on. So yeah, it's like that. It's like that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, Greg. Um, thanks already for for sharing all that um, cool information. I'm just gonna ask you like a few wrap up questions. Yeah, sure. If that's all right. So um, I guess the first is, and you kind of touched upon it, but um, what kind of game are you looking to to build in the future? Um, or what, or you, alternatively, it could just be, you know, your, your kind of dream game, uh, some game idea you always wanted to build. You know what? I always wanted to go, uh, explore, explore this, this, uh, this action, action games that are like, I wouldn't say like destiny, uh, those mm-hmm. shooters, stuff like that. But, but I would say that a game that is, you know, like progressing and, and being developed, uh, constantly. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, this, uh, I really like the gacha idea, except for the grind and, and, you know, the paywall and stuff like that. I really like the gacha idea of the games that you unlock all those characters and, and you, you can really, you know, get into the game for, for a very, very long time and, and, uh, and play it, play it. And it doesn't bore you with, with, um, you know, the repetitive gameplay and stuff like that, because uh, I think like all those, all those, I really would like to create a game that, that makes, makes you engaged for a very, very long time. And I'm yeah. thinking that the next project, it surely will be a beat em up. I'm I'm certain of it that the next big project that will our studio will do will, will be a bit em up, but uh, I think we're gonna explore this kind of this kind of approach with with you know creating a, a something that is also created by community. So there is more flexibility. Like create a I, it, it's a cliche, but beat em up of your dreams. Like like <laughs> yeah, it's like you can you can shape the style, shape the characters, shape the the, the, the your team of, of of characters to your liking, to your play style, and and stuff like that. So yeah, the the kind of even with with you know choosing control scheme and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna try to explore this this uh, this uh, this uh, this field and and see what comes up. That sounds really interesting, and uh, yeah, I like the the notion of of kind of. I mean, they call it games as a service, but you know, a game that has events and and many social yeah. aspects to it, mm-hmm. and kind of keeps you in the game. Well, I think I think the gaming the gaming industry is in general shaping to be in, in this to, to go in this direction, uh, and and you know, like looking at all the hits from the from the last. When we started, when we started developing Shing, there really was no, no, no kind of uh, kind of games like that on the market yet. 
and uh, it was five years ago so no no destiny no no all those all those social it was like world of warcraft and few mmos uh, on the market mm-hmm. and and nobody really explored different genres in in uh, in this kind of in this kind of uh, social 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 gaming uh, because it was all about rpgs with all the statistics league of legends changed that a bit but those are a mobile PvP games, so so really it's it's a a, a bit different genre, but uh, also when we started creating Shing, there was completely no uh, no we had completely no clue that uh, Streets of Rage and Battletoads are being made. So yeah, and suddenly everybody just released their beat 'em ups in the same year and in, in the same month. So it was a yeah, it was a bit sh- a bit a bit of a shock for us <laughs> also. Because I thought really, I really genuinely thought that the beat-em-up genre is dead and we will be resurrecting it like a messiah of some kind. (laughs) (laughs) And suddenly all all those old school beat-em-ups came to to life again. And and it's like, it started with Mother Russia Bleeds, I I believe. Uh, It was like, or the the one that um, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. And yeah, and it, it, it... it was just just one game for two years or something like that, and suddenly you know, Shaq Fu and all those all those uh, old school beat 'em ups getting remade and uh, that. But I still think that beat 'em up is a good genre to experiment a bit in a different in in a different direction with not just a linear a linear kind of kind of experience, but but something that is uh, you know like build the world around it, give some roguelike elements to it, and and a bit experiment a bit with with RPG elements and and adventure game elements. Uh, so yeah, I'm sure we're gonna explore that and and hopefully. Uh, get to the community a lot faster with it and try to build it with the community. Um, yeah, sounds like a solid plan. Then I also want to talk about kind of, um, what is kind of, what does kind of a day in your life look like? Give us an idea of what a, um, game director at mass, mass direction, uh, mass creation does. Sorry. Uh, you know, it's like, you know, I get up early, take my daughter to, to her preschool and come to the company and basically it's uh, it's talk 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 for the until lunch on on the things we should do and things we will do today because shing is is basically on the market we are preparing different versions for all the kind on the all the different platforms and and we are preparing for the japanese release uh, mm-hmm. of the game uh, and uh, so till december it's basically you know every day is is is, is like some interviews maybe some some thinking about about what to do next and uh, analyzing of of course we, we have to create a, a postmortem of sorts with shing so take all the feedback and take all the re- reviews so today the day is like i'm not developing anymore i'm thinking and thinking and thinking but normally mm-hmm. it was like you know you come to work get your coffee uh, boot up your your machine get get unity on the on the run and 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 you would you would tinker and tinker and tinker with the engine with with the graphics with with the, with the mechanics and and stuff like that so it's a typical really typical working day like in the office uh, there's no magic to it i i really as a youngster i really thought that you know making games is is magical uh, and and it's it's like a a dream job but it's really a job like any other job 
I had few of few of them different 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 jobs in my in my life, and uh, the day looks the same in any kind of uh, any kind of uh, any kind of working environment, really, uh, unless it's it's toxic or something like that. So yeah, but you, <laughs> yeah, you just sit down and 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 start start your everyday everyday routine, like in any any other office. Yeah, that's true. Oh well, I'm uh, basically I'm walking around a bit more because a few years back we changed our our our, our headquarters uh, from from a, a flat a flat office to a to a villa. So uh, there's a lot more stair stair up going up the stairs and going down the stairs for me nowadays. And so that 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 changed a lot. I, I'm a bit fit more. I'm a bit more fit right now. Thanks to the stars in our villa. <laughs> <laughs> Was that relocation entirely uh, based on fitness, or <laughs> no, no, no? It's basically we wanted to, we wanted to work in an environment that's a bit. So we have like uh, you know a lot of green uh, trees uh, out the windows, and oh, we have light in our studio right now because uh, oh. you know we didn't we didn't have windows. The windows were always uh, shut. Uh, oh. People people work like in a basement of sorts. Uh, and yeah, and it was a bit, bit depressing for part of the team uh, that wasn't yeah. coding stuff because basically coders uh, like dark places. I don't know why, but they love dark places. So yeah, so they still they they, they work in the attic uh, and uh, and and still it's so dark in their rooms. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable, but yeah, they they like darkness, dark souls. I think. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of yeah, it's kind of that's kind of the stereotypical. Uh, Coding games in a, in a basement. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, it's, like, it's a bit like that. It's still, you're doing it professionally right now, and and still you're you're working in the basement, basically. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, and I guess, like, finally, just to wrap up, um, what are kind of the biggest lessons learned from Shing, or maybe the biggest, just the single biggest lesson that you take away and would maybe want to share with uh, someone else? I think that that you know, uh, for me, it's uh, it's more of a. Uh, the lesson is to 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 get to people a lot earlier with your project that's the biggest mm-hmm. lesson for me because yeah. you really should shouldn't shouldn't keep you keep your project in the drawer for for too long because you start in, either you either you will hate it very fast or you will get in this kind of toxic relationship with, with it when you, where you have a love for it that it like like Basically, it's your child that you've been doing for three, four years, and and now you're gonna go out. And and any critic that comes after such a long time of working on a project will be very, very painful. So, uh, so yeah, making making you know prototypes, even the prototypes should be should be tested a lot earlier with your community and build that community from from ground up, from basically day one, from the concept stage of of, of your game. So yeah, getting getting to the to, to the people a lot uh, earlier than than we did with Shink, I think that's the basic lesson that that we learned because you know you need the feedback from from the from the from the early early stages of development to to make a, a really a game that's appealing for a lot more people than just a bunch of enthusiasts yeah i really love that advice i think it's really important hey i think i think it is i think it is and i see projects on the market that that you know they 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 people took care of them and then really polished them and suddenly it it turns out that 
you know you 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 didn't have any kind of uh, feedback from from anyone and uh it's a, it's a flop right so because because oh my god we could have changed this this that and that and it would be up then it's just just you know your mind is setting up like you're thinking oh we could have changed this and we could have changed that and and we could have done this better and maybe uh if all the ifs 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 this is very mm-hmm. very 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 it's not not good for your health and for <laughs> and yeah. for for your for your career in, in in development in general so yeah i think that's the basic lesson just go out to people as fast as you can with your project and yeah like what you said really reflects with with yeah if i may say so uh with your with your project as well like as in you know it looks like a really well made game and, and, and you know Thank it's you. very polished and um you you put a lot of thought into the mechanics but obviously like you mentioned there if if you had just uh, gotten the feedback a bit earlier with the key mechanics you know try and figure out maybe you know, splitting up this, the inputs then yeah, yeah. From, the, from the from the release, it would have probably went a lot smoother. And, and like like you said, the feedback there would have really just kind of changed the whole direction, I guess. Exactly, the- exactly. So yeah, yeah, that's a lesson, lesson learned. <laughs> All right, Greg, thanks so much. Is there any place that people can, you know, check out your guys' studio, your game? Uh, where, where do you want people to hit you up? Uh, basically our discord uh mass creation but if you go to shing uh, if you type in shing uh, game in the google you will find our we are very active on the on the discord channel but also on the steam community channel uh on our game so if you want to shout out and and talk about the game and and give feedback or anything like that you can find us in on discord on reddit on uh, on steam People from our studio are all constantly online on those channels, so so yeah, you can you can hit up uh, hit hit us up there. Also, Facebook. I think I'm not a very uh, intense Facebook user, but uh, but I'm there. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, so uh, Mass Creation has 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 a fan page. Uh, I'm sure of it. So uh, Shing also. So you can you can check us out there and see what the studio is up to and has been up to. For the past few months. All right, I'll leave a few de- the description uh, links in the description. Awesome. Get you around, Greg. Uh, thank you, thank you for having me. It was a pleasure talking to you, really. Uh, to get out a few things from the system, you know. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this show. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please consider leaving a review and subscribing on whatever platform you're listening to. For more game development content, head on to moonlightgamedevs.com. I hope you have a great week and join me for the next episode.